Hello, 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 and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, sexy, beautiful video game ideas and turn them into hot, stinky garbage that's going to premiere at E3 this week. Hello, I am one of your hosts, Blake. (laughs) I'm your other host, AJ Hart, and it's E3 week, which of course means that... We don't have to make games, Blake. Today we get to report on games. Oh, this we'll, oh, this is we'll the make one... some games later on. This but this will the... be our E3 showcase. Yeah. Uh, okay. So E3 showcase. Well, first off, first off, I don't want to hear about your favorite game that you saw. Everybody's talking about like, okay, oh, look at this great game that I saw. Look at fucking Stalker. Look at Star. Look at uh, Starfield finally made an appearance. Two, four years down the line, didn't get any updates on on Sp- Skyrim. We got that sweet Sea of Thieves update. I want to hear what you're most upset oh, about. Someone, somebody wasn't paying attention because we did get an update on Skyrim, and it's its tenth anniversary, and it is being optimized for Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. I don't Please, give a fuck. I don't give a do fuck. Do your due. I don't kill. Actually, you know what? Here's the thing. I know there are like a bazillion people that are super excited about it. How do you optimize it? Like, what do you do to optimize it for the new stuff? It's like, you, do you just turn up the textures? More frames. I don't know, man. It's the only like, thing, the you only gotta, thing gamers care you gotta about let now, a baby, game, is more you, frames. You gotta let a game die at some point. I don't know. Like, just fucking focus. The money and the money and time spent on making Skyrim updated again. 10 years down the line could have been time they put towards I don't know an update on Fallout 3 an update on New no. Vegas no like no. It, it, why fucking uh, they know people will buy it but what okay whatever I, I was talking about Skyrim the next Elder Scrolls game I'm realizing it's Elder Scrolls as a series Skyrim was just that one in this yeah. series yeah but no, we're not getting another Elder Scrolls for another decade. Let's get that out of the way. Hey, the man. other thing I want to get out of the way is we were recording this on Sunday, which yeah. is after the Bethesda and Xbox showcase and after yeah. the Square Enix showcase. Yeah. There are still – and also the Ubisoft showcase. There is still more to come that Blake and I will not be reporting on. Uh, the only one that I think him or I care about is the Nintendo showcase, which will be dropping <laughs> the day we release this episode. Oh, dude. But, Predictions. What prediction? Predictions. Predictions. What do you what do you, what do you think is going to drop at Nintendo? I think they're going to give Breath of the Wild two. I think it's going to drop. They're going to finally showcase Breath of the Wild two. They're mm-hmm. going to showcase a little bit more of Pokemon RCS. Um, I don't think Pokemon RCS is going to look good. I <laughs> something in my bones tells me that it's going to look rough. Are you? Talk- and that's in a friendly way, R- as friendly R- as possible. What does RCS it's stand? Look rough. What does RCS stand for? RCS is the name of the Pokemon. God, you can't show your ass like this oh, on a gaming RC- podcast, Oh, I thought you were saying RCS, not Arceus. The po- okay, I know what Pokemon you're talking about now. I, I do you think they're? Gonna- oh yeah, describe it to me. It, Arceus, it's like the white, it's like the gray Pokemon with red eyes and has a golden ring around its head. All right, you passed the test. You can come in. Hey, yeah. Blake, hey, welcome back to the hey, podcast. Hey, you know what? Big I thought we were a really big old, a big old fuck you, man. Like I, <laughs> I, I know my, I know my Pokemon up to Diamond and Pearl. That's about it. And I think, <laughs> I think they were in Diamond and Pearl. I mean, I did play Sword and Shield. I didn't like it, but like I beat it. Didn't like Sword and Shield. D- Diamond and Pearl was my fucking shit. And you know why it was okay. my fucking shit? You had the fashion, best starters. 
Be- eh, Turtwig was pretty cool. I liked him. I don't know. And Bulbas- so was Chimchar, and so was Piplup. They're all three of them were the so eh, choice. Eh, I think Bulbasaur's still like I, I don't know. I I think Gen One's still pretty fucking cool. I don't know. I, it depends. It de- I think I like different gens for like different reasons. I don't think yeah. I've ever. I don't think I've ever fallen. What in are love the other reasons you liked Pokemon Diamond and Pearl? Because what, you of said the because, fashion because the fashion shows and the mining yeah, mini game baby. where you can just like oh man oh, I need a Thunderstone but I don't want to spend the one hundred thousand yen to get it. That's probably not how much it costs, but like it's some absurd amount of money to get a stone to level up whatever. And I'm like, oh, but you can also get like fossils down there like aerodactyl yeah, and you can or... turn it into sweet fucking pokemon how cool is that why did they stop that why did they like you're why they get rid of the mini game why are That's you are you telling you fucking you're telling me that our rival from sword and shield would not do a fashion show where they're loud as fuck like just walking onto stage decked out decking out their little sheep buddy and crazy fun loud ass outfits are you shitting me that would be perfect but no they dropped why it why did they get rid of the fashion shows that's so man I don't well, know. Well, they're going to be back in the remake we get. Blake, let's talk about E3. What, okay. what at E3 did you take a shine to? My favorite things at E3, we finally got a trailer for Red War. It's Actually, it's not called Red War. It's uh, Red, Hori- uh, Red Horizon or Horizon Red or whatever. It's the one where it's like Fallout, but in, in fucking Russia uh, during the USSR period. And like, there's like crazy robots. It looks stunning. It looks so cool. I'm so fucking excited about that. Um, and then we're also going to be getting uh, fucking I Devolver. I think is not my first, not my favorite developer, but de- definitely my second. I think my favorite developer is Remedy. Um, well, Devolver's a publisher, isn't it? They've also developed their own games. Enter the Gungeon okay. is is a Devolver is a Devolver original, if I remember correctly. Gotcha. Enter, Enter the Gungeon. Um, but Devolver launched the, the fucking greatest thing. Um, oh, I guess I, I stand corrected. Uh, Enter the Gungeon was developed by Dodgeroll. I guess they are just a publisher. Okay, they're, they're one of my favorite publishers. Let me let me amend that. Um, but fucking, dude, the trailer for Wizard with a Gun. It's just don't starve, but you're a bunch of wizards and you all <laughs> have guns. Don't starve. And, and, That's something that they maybe could have also added to the name. But I don't know that Don't Starve with a Gun is quite as good of a title as Wizard with a Gun. You know, it was it, when I saw that trailer, though, I was like immediately like I, I, I had to check myself because I know I just like during E3, I tend to just react to things. And that's where I, I post my shit on social media or I text my friends or whatever. And I was about to text our the Spiritual Successor Discord being like, oh, fuck, this game, it looks so much like Don't Starve, like the little square plots of land and like the, just the art style where it's bold outer lines and stuff. And I was like, wait, am I going to send this message and just find out it is the same people who made that game? Is it, it like either not the publisher, it? but the, no, it's not um, the... Isekai. It's a different developer that said, hey, it Don't Starve is a fine game, but I bet you it would be a way better game if it had a gun With in it. fucking guns? Uh, Clay is the people who did uh, Don't Starve. Um, but, like, I, I, I fucking... I, I just got obsessed, because, like, the fucking original song that they have playing in the background, it's just like the that... The music slaps, ooh, the art style slaps. Ooh. It looks like a black. Cowboy wizards need to be a thing. Cowboy wizards that can, like, cast spells on their bullets? That's so... Fuck! Why it's is... Dope. Why isn't Western fantasy a higher... Th- like, a more common thing? That fucking upsets me. All right, but enough about me. AJ, what, what, what were some things that stood out to you? 
Um, I of course the Elden Ring stood out to me because oh, that's shit. the game. I totally I'm, forgot. I'm recently a FromSoft fan, and by recently I mean I finished Sekiro today <laughs> and have discovered that FromSoft has now made two great games, and that is Armored Core 4 and Sekiro, and that's mm-hmm. really about the only games that they've made that are <laughs> worth playing. But Elden Ring looks like a lot of fun now that I'm a FromSoft fan. What are you talking now- about? Play, play Dark Souls 1, 2, 3 on your Switch. Nah. Like, those controls, oh, they're well, built on my for Switch. it. You know what? Now, if it's on my <laughs> Switch, that may just change my mind about Wait, it. Wait, you and I haven't talked about this on the podcast. Please inform everybody your mentality when it comes to, like, playing. No, I, I think, I don't think I need to. I think that it's a universal constant that the second a game is on a Switch, it just seems more approachable and more enjoyable. Like, That's I incorrect. will sleep on a game, but then if someone's like, yeah, but you can play it on your Switch, I'm like, whoa, really? Yeah. Like, I, I slept on uh, Hotline Miami for years. Yeah. And then there was like, you can get it on your Switch. And I was like, yeah. huh. No, well. I totally feel I slept you. on Hollow Knight for years, and then I was like, you can play it on your Switch. And I was like, oh, well, if it's, <laughs> if it's on the Switch, I may as well. Yeah, there are just some games that are, like, way better when you can take it in sips. You know, like, I uh-huh. can't imagine playing, like, I'm going through Catherine or trying to go through Catherine. My Switch is being a little bit weird right now. I played that originally on my console, and I remember enjoying it a lot. But now that I'm thinking about it, like, so much of that game was just, like, doing little, like, puzzle like climbing challenges and then you get a little uh-huh. bit of sweet like you know visual novel stuff in the in between and i'm like god do i want to play that on my console because then it's like i can't do anything else like but being able to have my switch and be like oh man i sometimes i feel like playing in the living room sometimes i feel like playing in my bed and just like it makes the game way more approachable and the similar thing happened to me for enter the gungeon because like i would play enter yeah. enter the gungeon on my pc and it just felt like such a bigger thing than it needed to be and then I played yeah. on my yeah, and then I played on my Switch. It's like, oh, this is way this is way more engaging. I, I could pick owned it up and go. Moonlighter and Celeste both for years, both of them, and I never touched them on my computer. And then I bought them for the Switch, and I crushed them both immediately. Jesus. It's just something about the Switch that makes games good to play. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe Dark Souls on Switch. Another game that took my tickled my fancy, not because I'm gonna play it by, by any means. <laughs> Uh, but Sea of Thieves has a new event on the way called Life of a Pirate or something like that. The Pirate's that? Life is uh, for me. The, a Pirate's Life. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We're uh, Jack Sparrow from Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean is going to be in Sea of AJ, Thieves, which it was is very only, good. It was only a matter of time. Because, like, for, <laughs> well, no, think about it. Like, the t- I think one two of the biggest, like, MMO games right now that are, like, not, like, like, cult fans like rust because rust is still fucking huge but it's like it's a cult following versus like i'm talking like games like Fortnite. sea of thieves is a sleeper hit like for sure that is a game no, that i don't think I, enough people are lot, talking about no, but i think a lot, a lot of people, of people play, people play it no i i okay you're, okay maybe that i don't know i think that, like there are a lot of channels dedicated to sea of thieves content because like there is just an inherent cinematicness in that game of like I've seen I've seen let's plays where they're like I'm gonna see how long I can hide on another person's boat and be a stowaway and it's like a comp- that's some that's a pirate Captain Jack Sparrow type yeah shit. it's it's very funny but then you also have these highly edited with like 70s style like you know just like 
just rock music. Do you watch Sea of Thieves and You fucking bet, dude. They're fun as hell. <laughs> like, dude, no, like, I, I, dude, like, I, I have to show you one one of these days because there's this guy where all he... <laughs> you t- absolutely do. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 there's this guy that basically goes on to different, like, MMO games, and all he does is, like, do these highly, just highly edited, highly polished videos where every single one of his videos is a heist movie, where he's, like, talking about his plan of, like, oh, I, there's this tower over there where they just have all what their goodies. What is the name of this channel? I honestly do not have the... I don't remember the name because I've watched so much of their videos that it just comes, <laughs> it just comes up on recommended and I'm like, all of their thumbnails look the same. So I'm like, oh, I know. I know okay. what I'm going to get out of that. I just... I'm totally blanking. It's like something shot, like shot three or something. Um, I, I, I'll share it with you, but God, his videos are so good. Um, I think it, with Sea of Thieves... I think this might open the door to hopefully more brand integrations. I don't know how much pirate brand integrations I would love you can get. more brand integrations with Sea of Thieves. I want weird games that are games as a service that no one thinks about to get like wild neat branding opportunities. But like, like no, did you see that Fall Guys is getting a near automata crossover that totally makes sense all the robots from near automata look like Fall Guys. <laughs> see, it's not a robot that's getting put in, it's 2B. Is it just the Fall Guy in 2B's outfit with the little It heads? is a Fall Guy in 2B's <laughs> outfit. See, here's oh, one that's problem, that's so fucking though. funny. Well, I haven't seen the 3D scan yet, so maybe I could be wrong. So, Blake, I'm going to let you in on a little piece of gaming news that you will love. Uh-huh. Um, as, we, as you know from your brief experience with 2B, uh, one of the key defining character traits for 2B is that she's got a Dump truck booty. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, where, I know where you're going with this. Are, are you saying now, there's a crossover <laughs> with Final Fantasy 14, the hit MMO video game, right? Uh huh. And in that game, you can get a gear set to make you be able to dress up like 2B. But Yoko Taro and those affiliated sat down with whoever's in charge of Final Fantasy 14 and said, "Look, <laughs> if we're doing this crossover and you're going to be able to dress up as 2B." Y'all got to, you know, thicken up those hands. And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about, guy who's in charge of Nier Automata crossover? And he said, look, 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 here's how it's going to go. This armor set, if you put on the legs, it makes the character's butt bigger. <laughs> and this is a reality that is in the MMO, Blake. I need you to realize that I'm not. See, this isn't a bit. No, The actual a... MMO has a pair of pants that makes your character's butt bigger. So fuck yeah, dude. Bigger butts. I'm all for that. Um, two, <laughs> two things, because you just opened a can of worms that I'm super excited to get into. Because one, uh-huh. um, you left out a very, very specific thing that the game also does. But I'll get back to that in a moment. So, are you implying that if you take the outfit, we're going to get Fall Guys, but they just got a booty. They just got a fucking booty it's on them. It's possible. <laughs> I've not seen a 3D scan of the Fall Guys uh, 2B outfit yet, but it is possible <laughs> yeah. that, the two, that when it comes out, the 2B outfit will give the beans a dump truck booty. It's going to give the beans. Just bean. a real it's Pixar gonna, mom it's type just- shit. <laughs> It's going to fucking give him some hams. Okay. All right. Look. Okay. 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 We're, we've been talking about E3, but I have not gotten yeah. to the two hot, the one, highest point and the lowest point of yeah. E3 2021 yeah. for me personally. <laughs> would you like to hear them and which one would you like first? I would like to save the high, save like the peak highlight for the end. Like let's, okay. let's build up to it. So the epic low of, um, 
E3 2021 is the fact that Babylon's Fall, the video game that is being developed by Platinum Games, looks worse now. Oh, no. I don't know what happened between this trailer that we got today and the trailer we got like two years ago, but mm. it is just a worse looking game now. Let me look at let me look at some images real quick. I don't remember Mainly, anything about so this. So what this game. is is it's an it's going to be a four person action game by Platinum Games, which uh-huh. is the studio that did Near Automata. They did um, Astral Chain, and they did Bayonetta. Uh, so like this is a solid action game company. Yeah, but. This game's going to be four-player, which initially I was hella hyped about. The idea of having a game where, like, Platinum Games just kind of onloads all of their tools and all of their toys and just lets the players go have a field day sounds like a blast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the first trailer we saw, the combat looked clean and fun and, like, a a lot of good stuff was coming out of that. It also looked beautiful. The trailer we got today, the combat looks way worse. Partially because the combat just looks way messier because there's like a million more particle effects. Yeah, I hate to. More concerningly, I I know exactly why the combat looks bad. Why is it just the enemies don't react to the players being hit? If you watch the combat trailer, like the trailer we got today and all the combat, the enemies don't like move or stumble or react to the blows that the players give them. Mm -hmm. They just sort of take the hit, and then continue their own combat animations. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this game, because it looks very FromSofty, but it also looks like melted Play-Doh. Um, I'm looking at, like... It this, doesn't look good, it no. Just, it it looks, doesn't. I, I, part of me is, it looks like they're trying to go for this paint-like style look, but it makes it just look like there's a bunch of compression artifacts going on on it. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm a fan of this, or I don't, I, I'm not a fan of the execution, it's a game I'm only interested in because of the developer, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. If you have some time, though, check out the 2020 trailer for Babylon's Fall, because okay. that is a game that looks dope as hell. Well, you know, I, I look at this game the same way I look at like something like Remnant from the Ashes, of like, I would not buy that game out of the gate. But like, if me and a couple buddies want to get together when it's like ten dollars and we just burn through that game together, I'm like, okay, I could do that. I would do that. See, I, this is not a game. That's the other thing that's yeah. weird about this game. It's a game as a service. How? How? Like you have to just. So my understanding is that there will. I assume there will be like gear that you can unlock through a season pass, and they will over time add new levels and things. You uh-huh. know, like a Godfall or a Destiny. Okay. But it's this. Yeah. I don't... I don't know how I feel about it. Again, it's a game I'm only interested in because I trust a, I trust Platinum Games with action games. Yeah. But they also made Vanquish, which was a fun game, but also like a bad game. Yeah, but that was before <laughs> they that was before they made Bayonetta and uh, fixed their shit. That's before the, they made Bayonetta the, they found their formula. And then yeah. they made Nier Automata, and then they made the incredible Astral Chain, a mm-hmm. game that doesn't get enough love. I thought that game petered out for you towards the end of it, though. Like It I th- probably did, but I think the gimmick of it was still so good that it was probably worth it. Also, it was really fun. There's a lot of fun little, like, detective cop work that you get yeah. to do in the game. You get to like, be a team cop. To solve, it's pretty fun. <laughs> you get to solve mysteries. Like, there's somebody that's, like, dead in the middle of the, like, town, and you're like, all right, time to investigate who done it. And you have to, like, find evidence and shit, or, like, there'll be, like, some property damage, and you have to, like, examine a bunch of cameras and find out why, like, the cameras were turned off and... There's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, it's like it's a very you get fun to live little in the world a bit. adventure. Yeah. yeah, 
God, you know, and having a dual stick combat game where like you had a second stick that was controlling a second little body was good. Man, Astral Chain is a good game for the Switch. People should play it. God, actually, okay. Can I give you? Can I give you one more game before you give your like your, your about E three before yeah. I give that Epic yeah. Hive E three? It's yeah. mine's really quick. I just want to say the animation for the Metal Slug Tactics trailer, fucking so cool and 90s and awesome i'm so fucking happy to get more metal slug it's a tactics game it's not like the metal slug we grew up with that i god i would eat cheap pizza after a baseball game like as a kid (laughs) and i would just like i'd play that and bubble blast ultra with like the two dragons like there's so much like i was never good at metal slug but there's so much nostalgia in metal slug for me you know and Mm -hmm. god i'm so fucking excited it's just like it's just it's so cool and also, it, it the, the 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 fucking just like the animation here just makes me so fucking pumped to play the game. But all right, but go ahead, go ahead, tell what's your what's the big game you want to talk about? The epic high of E three twenty twenty one. Blake Rea is this image that I am dropping to you right now. Okay, on what Discord are you t- are... on Discord? Okay, okay, send it my way. I'm ready to react to it. Ready to describe my internet it. is very bad. While it's uploading, let me describe it. This is the three main characters for the Final Fantasy prequel game that is coming out. It is an action RPG set as a prequel to the original very first Final Fantasy video game. Wait, didn't they announce this for like a while ago? Is this like the first like actual physical image we have of it? They, They released a full trailer of it. And I don't know if this was rumored or speculated or what, but there has been talks about it before. Mm -hmm. And the three heroes of it look incredible. Okay. Specifically, the main character. Okay. Whose name is simply Jake. Jake? (laughs) Look at this man and tell me he's not just a dude named Jake. (laughs) He looks like like grown-up Nero. (laughs) <laughs> he's just a dude in a fucking t-shirt to his left to his left he has an eight foot tall tough as nails prickly armored dude bro to his right he has a roguish twink but he is just a guy named jake he has just jake and has a big sword and have finger cluck gloves <laughs> And he's wearing, I think he's wearing jeans and boots. He's just a fucking guy. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, I don't know. Like, This is the best thing to come out of any JRPG, any video game ever, period. It's just a dude. Is it, is How's it going? I'm on my way to co-kill chaos, evil incarnate, the embodiment of all that is wild and crazy in the universe. My name is Jake, and I'm just a dude that got picked up from a Walmart. He's just a like, fucking... He just got... It's just a guy that got isekai into Final Fantasy. <laughs> just, some, just some random dude from our world. Like, right after... Just right after getting, like, out of an MMA fight or something. He's, like, just gets summoned to our world. Or to their world. Oh, my God. What the fuck is this image? Oh, my God. You got to share this on the Spiritual Successor Twitter. 
Just like we love like, Jake. Just, just I fucking... will kill for Jake. Jake is the greatest JRPG <laughs> protagonist to ever exist because he's just some guy. Like, <laughs> like I am so... normally normally I see just some white dude on the cover of a video game and roll my eyes, but for some reason putting him in just a normal T-shirt and putting him next to two actual JRPG characters <laughs> yeah. makes him the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> he just it fucking stands out. So 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 harshly it's so good it's such a good image you know i wonder i wonder i i think the reason this might be just to try and figure out why the fuck this is happening i wonder if this is like the first level where this guy just gets sucked into this magical world not like isekai style but like stuck into the story you know what i mean he's like maybe yeah, just a regular it could be ass a lot dude. of things it could be like the placeholder gear because during the trailer, like he has like a couple different outfits that he swaps to and into and out of. Mm-hmm. Well, like you don't watch him change, but like you can see that the character model is wearing different gear. Mm-hmm. So there's probably an actual gear system to the game, but that doesn't change what he's wearing in all of the ad stuff. Hey, is this <laughs> real quick question? So this okay, so this is a sequel. Uh, sorry, a prequel to Final Fantasy fourteen. Yes, it is being called Final Fantasy. No, not 14. I believe it is a prequel to all Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, period. Okay, the, the character on the left reminds me of the one lady with um the pink hair. And she had like that sweet curvy sword. Was that Final Fantasy 12? Final Fantasy 11? Was it? I, I'm trying to remember her name. Pink hair oh. girl with the swirly sword? Tessie. Uh, pink hair. That's all I. That's all I have to go on. Um, you're t- lightning, lightning, but spelled differently. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're just saying that because he's a handsome person with pink hair. Though. No, like the ri- the lip shading is the same. It's just the hair is uh-huh. shorter. They both have like the tuft going in the same direction. Like there is a there is a similarity here. I'm not it's just saying that because it's a nothing. pretty. It's just a pretty person with pink hair. It's probably nothing. Although, who knows? There's all sorts of theories about it. Bro, this. we're dealing with a main character dressed in t-shirt and Doc Martens. This anything can happen in this game. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a very big sword, so you know he's a video game yeah, character. Yeah, you, you know he's a lead uh, a lead for a video game character. <laughs> for a video game. All right, that's E3. We spent half the podcast talking about E3. Well, our E3 episode is a little bit like weird because it you is. You know what? There's more, more of E3 just like a to talk. come because yeah. next week we will still be having E3 going on. Well, E3 will have hit for us, so we'll have more to talk about. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you could cut that down into something bite-sized and funny. But who knows? I had good. I had a good time talking about E3. We're gonna we're make we make a lot of episodes. Sometimes we got to. It's do video some, game Christmas. It's and I have a platform, and I'm gonna dump all my E3 thoughts Wait, so here. Wait, you consider E3 video game Christmas? I feel like we don't get Christmas anything. Video just, game Christmas. I feel like it's like it's like the lead up. I feel like E3 is like video game Thanksgiving because it's like, oh, now I know that that game is one step closer to getting to me, but I still don't have that game. Okay, that's fair. It's just like video game halftime, I guess. I think it's a little bit more like video game St. Patrick's Day because it's like we're all hyped as hell. But then when we remember the repercussions of the fact that what this time is, we will just be sitting around suffering 
and waiting. Oh, and just we'll have just video con- game hangovers. Just constantly rethinking about the good moments you had when it was going on, and just like, uh-huh. <laughs> helping. And also the brain hurdy from all the fact that we don't get any of this stuff. Like, cool Guardians of the Galaxy. That game looks God. That so game looks fucking so cool. fucking cool, dude. I'm I have so to excited. Wait, like, three or four months. I don't know how long it is till October. Yo. But I gotta wait so long before I can get a hold of oh, it. Oh, boohoo, dude! People are gonna be waiting another five years for Skyrim too. Like, <laughs> yeah, stop waiting for Skyrim 2, dorks. Bethesda's not good at making video games. <laughs> Fucking trust, trust, trust their sub, de- their the developers under them. Moreover, like, yeah, just Bethes- trust, just Bethesda? trust Doom and Wolfenstein. Decent that's publisher. all <laughs> Or Prey or Dishonored. Oh, that's right. Arcane is yeah, yeah. You're right. Deathloop. Well, let's play Deathloop. I don't know. I, I for some reason, Deathloop is Deathloop. hopefully going to be good. I. I have a strong feeling it's going to be good. Like, Arcane doesn't let me down. Here's the thing. I don't know if the core narrative is going to be super, like, enthralling because I... But it'll be a fun immersive scene. It's going to be, be a, fun to play. It's going to be so <laughs> absolutely fun to play, and there are going to be su- moments in it that genuinely, I'm sure, are going to move me. Because I'm sure there's going to be little storytelling going on because that's how all the Arcane games are. Like, fuck, you and I... I have one major fear about Loop. Deathloop. What? What if it's not fun in the way that because like the one of the core things about the game during the ad campaign has been like, oh, there's a second protagonist named I don't remember her name, but she shows up and kills you and she's a player character. Yeah. What if this is gonna feel like when you're invaded by people in Dark Souls and you know that somebody Wait, did, out there in the world Where did you hear that she's a player character? Um, that's been what they've told, uh, people in like behind closed doors, gameplay sessions and things like that. Oh. The hunter girl is a player character. Another player will be invading your game and hunting you down and killing you. That and doesn't my make fear sense because is the fact that it will be like the dark souls invasions where you were invaded by somebody who in the world is consciously making the decision to make life hell for another human being for no fucking reason. Hey, anybody out there, if you're listening, if you play dark souls games and you invade people and you just wake up in the morning and choose violence and you choose to invade people's games and cause them pain, and suffering and you get nothing you get fictional fake video game dollars what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) well no i actually i I, are you sure that's a thing because that on in in my opinion that sounds fucking game breaking and here's why if you get invade so they said a certain sequence of events need to happen for you to successfully do a run of this game there is only one way to beat this game which i think is great but if I don't think that's great. That that sucks. No, I think that's awesome. There's a million ways to accomplish those tasks, but you need to do kills in a specific order. So there's a numerous amount of ways to do those okay. kills. If, it's just well, you yeah, need the, to, the yeah. one goal is to get all eight people dead. Yes. So long as I have like a million ways I could do that, I'm fine with it. Yes. I just don't want a game that like okay, the way you made it sound was like there's one singular way that you no, are no, no, supposed no, no, to no, do no. it. And no, it's stink. There's there's a certain set of path of like you need to find out everybody's like daily routine and then you can and once you find that out it's connecting the pieces and trying to put them in the right places in the right time yeah but so if a you're lot invaded, of invaded you're gonna have your shit ruined and well you're either never gonna be well, able to what if a done. person fucking avoids you 
Like, if you're invaded, like, that's telling me, no, like... No, no, a- no, no, the killer, the killer. So there are two main characters of this story. There's the yes. guy and the girl. Yes. The guy is out there trying to kill all eight people. The girl is out there to ruin your no, shit. No, the, the girl is one of the eight people. She's one of the people that needs to die by, before the day is over. So oh. if you can't, if you get invaded by a player that doesn't want you fucking killing them, they can just ruin your run <laughs> right then and there. And that sounds not fun that sounds actually game breaking to me of like wow i just played this game and it just turns out i got the shit end of the stick and this one person would just wanted to be a fucking dick to me but then again Death this loop a video game that fills me with dread i hope it's good but i that... hope there's a way to turn off online features but then again you know honestly that might not be as big of a problem as i think it is because this is a game meant to be played over and over and over again so actually going through the a successful run probably can't take more than like maybe an hour and a half, right? Like, it, it, like how long does it take to get through a, le- a run of Hades? Only like forty-five minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, something about like, thirty. Yeah, minutes. so I'm assuming it would have to be something similar, or uh, at least along those lines. Um, I remember I, we'll find out yeah, whenever that game comes out. Yeah, and I I think there's gonna be some great shit in it that's gonna really I think is gonna be super fucking awesome and super fucking fun. Um, it's arcane. Like, have they made like the? Greatest I trust games? them a billion times better than I trust Bethesda. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. So that's the first half of the podcast. Uh, AJ, what the fuck do we do here? What do we? What What, what do, we do we do here? Yeah. What do we do other than like talking? normally? Yeah. Like we're we're game developers, right? We make games. We all... we talk about fictional characters we have crushes on. We bully each other for their video game opinions. We Nah, you just make, can't accept the we truth. Make, that's, that's, we make video don't, don't games. Sugarcoat we make that. bad video games submitted from our audience. That's the one. That's the thing that we do here. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you do you have a special E3 themed uh, video game to give us? I don't think it's E3 related, but I do have a video game submission. Oh, I mean, like this is a game that would display at our E3 conference tomorrow, right? Like right, on Tuesday. Right. This or, comes... Yeah, this this is like yeah. the pre- this is what oh, they're playing before the Oh, now it's time for our showcase. Yeah, our yeah. pre our pre yeah. show is us just ragging on the rest of E3 because yeah. they don't do it like we do. Yeah, no. How's no. it going, everybody? Yeah, let me let me go ahead and start up the spiritual successor uh, showcase. Okay. What sweet, uh, what, what dumb little merch item did we give them before the before the merch show? You know, like how you know, like how. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successors E3 Showcase. Today we have a number of video games. Probably three that the our hosts will talk about today. Probably three. And We're not f- sure if we want to talk about any more than that. If you're good, you and get a, you get another game. If you all be- if you all behave yourselves, <laughs> they will do another. If none of form. you are toxic gamers, you get you, we will give you a fourth game, suckers. We if know you listen in complete silence and do not heckle, you will be allowed a fourth video game crammed into this episode. <laughs> Our first video game <laughs> is coming now. All right, before you go into the first so video s- game, oh, okay, I, I, no, sorry, before yeah, you, you before go you go into the first video game, I do want to ask you something because this is a panel, and we're about like trying to interact with the audience and and right, give, yeah, give course, them a good uh-huh. time. What shitty merchandise thing are we gonna hand out at the door? Because like Bethesda handed out vault vault boy masks, um, uh-huh. and everybody. 
Some of my favorite images from any E3 ever was just like the room <laughs> where they were playing WYD or whatever. When like, they had Andrew WK playing yeah. a song and he was yeah. like, y'all, are, you better get, better get ready, ready to, to die. die. Get yeah. ready to die. And everyone in the crowd was like, like, I don't know why I'm here. Yeah, just like everybody's silent. And then it just pans to some dude with a fucking vault boy mask on and it was so i couldn't take the rest of that panel seriously it, is, it does it is suck that we're like, not gonna have any like really funny oh. e3 moments this year like that huh oh yeah um, we don't i guess if any, we were to it, hand know, out our oh. own stupid free merch it would oh, be like god it would be a single fingerless glove and some of <laughs> but only but no 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 it's it's a they pair all of, say suck on it it's a pair of gloves but it has the thing the finger sorry the the uh, pointer finger and the thumb finger cut out and it's just we call it gamer, oh, yeah. gamer gloves <laughs> It's just. It would have the. I would. You know, if they're gamer gloves, I think it has the top. The th- top three fingers all cut out. Oh so shit! So that you can yeah. do a dual finger trigger setup. You know oh, what I mean? Because that's shit. what real gamers use. Oh shit! God knows that's what I was using for Sekiro. And then, <laughs> then the knuckles have the holes in them for like breathing. That way you could grip the yep, controller. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> The, 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 the knuckles have mesh over just the knuckle part, and then it goes back to, like, the normal uh, glove material. Wait, would it be better? It's, it's like, no, tactical mesh. Would it, would it be better for it's just an all, like, wire mesh glove, or would it be, like, heavy leather, like, tactical? I it's don't know. heavy leather, and then the joints have mesh so that they're breathable and tactical. And then your your middle, your index, and your thumb are all cut out on, on so the, that you can use those freely. On the knuckles, it says suck. S-U-C-C. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just... It just... So I hope you all have your tactical gamer gloves on tacti- because now we're ready for our suck su- first submission. <laughs> tactical suck gloves. <laughs> This comes from Western Meadow at B10 underscore Baloo. In the vein of a management game, Papers, Please, and Five Nights at Freddy's, Uh you have to take care of Grandma, get her to appointments, arrange her medications, monitor the oxygen tank. As you make money from your part-time job, Mm -hmm. you can buy improvements. Okay, so what is the end goal? Is it like trying to make Grandma's care self-sufficient? Well, no, no, no. I I think that your job is to make grandma the most powerful being in the world. So I, so you're saying this goes to Mexico. So you're saying this goes to Mexico. I'm saying saying it starts out (laughs) as a game where you're trying to make sure your grandma doesn't pass away from all of her bad diseases and you're Uh helping her get to her appointment. And you give her eternal life due to sweet anime Gundams. Yeah, it ends like the Terminator or Pacific Rim. Like oh you've my God. upgraded and juiced her so much that she's become hyper powerful and shit. all on her own. What if you? I'm like, imagining like you remember that moment in Spy Kids 3D when Grandpa gets put into the video game yeah! matrix and then he can do cool like, backflips because yeah. he has a robot suit. And he like he touched the butterfly and he's like at peace with himself again. Of like it, yeah, just, he did because... run away and chase a butterfly for like eight hours. So we got to yeah. make sure Grandma doesn't do that. So did, we need wait, to add in. 
in some sort of like kill switch. Uh-huh. Not like a murder kill switch, just like oh, a on. switch to deactivate Do, her legs. What if, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would love the idea that this game just becomes more and more convoluted and crazy as the game goes on. So yes, it starts of off. It, st- it starts off as a regular SM. So you're like, okay, you gotta you know manage the schedule. Like, and let's just go off of Animal Crossing style. You have a bunch of little errands that you need to do. Um, you have chores. Like, let's say you're let's say you're an agricultural person. So you're the person like helping out, so- making flowers go. But as the game goes on and you're buying new things that make your grandma more and more powerful or more and more like secure. What if like your grandma from the future time travels back to you Terminator style and is like, I'm here to kill me because I like a different version of me grows up to be actually that doesn't fucking make any sense now does it um no it makes the best sense possible (laughs) what you are proposing is that you are you are on a destiny where you will end up creating grandma into a super villain yes and so grandma Grandma 2000 a robot clone (laughs) of grandma that has been brainwashed to be good is sent back in time to terminate or yeah, she's there to terminate she's your a, current no, robot she's a clo- grandma. No, no, it's more. We got to think more convoluted. She's a clone of the supervillain grandma. Like supervillain yeah, grandma. Yeah, but she's making, been brainwashed yeah. and corrected to be good. Yeah, supervillain grandma. Yeah. This is Grandma A. Grandma <laughs> A will end up becoming robotified, supervillainous, and then take over the world in the horrible robot dictatorship. Yes. Eventually, yes. she creates clones of herself. All of the Grandma Two Thousands. Uh huh. Grandma, one of the Grandma 2000s is kidnapped by the Rebellion, brainwashed, corrected, and sent back in time to terminate original Grandma A. So are, is does your the... gameplay loop is now, <laughs> so what you are doing is we've created a game where you have one grandma that you must constantly take from appointment to appointment and also continue to do maintenance on, right? Mm-hmm. Replace the oxygen tank, replace the little potty uh, bucket. Um, Get her medicine. You know, go wax the, take her wax for a the walk, wheels, let give her, her medicine, seal. take her for walks, yeah. all of that good stuff. But mm-hmm. then as the game goes on, it gets a little bit more convoluted, right? Because let's say you add a motor to it. Now mm-hmm. you got to do motor maintenance every couple of times, but you still got to make sure she gets to those appointments. So real, those are hold, important. On, hold on really quickly. No, no, no. Actually, is there? I feel like any upgrade we make has to make your job during the mini games easier. So no, if you no 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 I think no, that but you, that any that upgrade justifies you make the upgrade more difficult in a way like papers please i think Mm. that like narratively it makes things easier or less stressful for our character maybe we add in some we one line it and say that our tech our character is like a technician at the local auto dealership so he's Mm. more comfortable with car problems than he is taking his grandma so let me let me throw something at you is it a situation of like let's use the motor on grandma's wheelchair for example by doing Mm. that she's able to get to the to go pick up her medicine herself, but she still needs uh-huh. help at the actual like medicine place to like do the credit card, do whatever. And those are a bunch of little like Among Us style games. If you take out the card, you do the dumb, do yep. this. Exactly. But here's the thing: you somehow need to stick with your grandma on the way there. So it's like it becomes uh-huh. this like fucking Frogger s game where you're crossing like live traffic as you're just like just basically skateboarding behind your grandma or like she has you on yes. a rope the and you're just like dodging off it. like it. Uh-huh. The game starts off like you said, Animal Crossing, right? You're pushing your grandma everywhere. Yeah. But as she becomes more powerful, it becomes more difficult to keep up with her. Yes, it starts exactly. Off, you That's like, you the push definitive. grandma yes. everywhere. Yes. And yes, then yes, like yes. grandma can get there on her own, so you can walk by her. Maybe mm-hmm. she's really slow at the beginning, so you can even like sprint and like take care of little errands here uh, and there while she's on her yeah, way to the appointment. Yeah. Dude, you but know then uh oh, you upgrade her cool c- engine, so now she's got two engines and like two wheels. That's right. 
turboed, baby. Oh Double engine, one she, engine per wheel. Yes. And then she's so fast. And you're like, okay, I guess I can – she could probably take care of this errand on her own, so I'm just going to meet her at the other spot. Yes. And you have to keep in mind what grandma's schedule is while you go around and juggle things. But, uh-oh, you get a text on your phone, grandma broke down. Actually, you know what? At first, you would never get a text. You'll just notice that your grandma's health meter is going down. And you're like, I don't know what oh, possibly could have gone you're wrong. Hooked up, you're hooked up to her life alert, basically. She yeah, like has yeah, a yeah. little later, yeah, yeah, yeah. later on in the game you can upgrade it and give her a cell phone so that she can text you when she runs into oh. problems so you can come and fix her thing. Okay, but so, because oh. you've given her a cell phone, she will also text you a bunch of useless garbage that you don't need. That you, I could go through the texts <laughs> that I have with my Nana who lives with me, and there's a lot of stuff. I love her very dearly, but I don't need to know every time she goes to Taco Bell. I also don't need to know every time she goes to the grocery store. Hey, hold I on. I definitely don't need to know whoa, 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 every whoa. time she goes to the one, auto dealership. One of those is not like the, the dealership wait. before. She went to the dealership and was like, do you need anything? It's like, yeah, I guess a new car, Nana? What? <laughs> Thanks. Okay, that one makes sense. But like, but you're like, okay, hold on a second. You're saying you're, you're Nana, your sweet, dear old Nana. And I love her very much. Text you I anytime. That. Text you anytime she goes to Taco Bell, and you're upset about that. AJ, that's a Baja Blast. You're turning down Baja I'm Blast. Not gonna you're turning down liquid grand- gold. I'm not gonna extort my Nana for a Baja Blast every goddamn time she goes. If she texts she you, to- that's implying she's accepted that you. She might have to spend money. No. She's like, AJ, you're missing out on delicious Baja Blast juices. I'm not. No, I because like there's a limit, right? Like you can take a Baja. There's Blast no limit. It's a Baja Nana, Blast. Like, what are you talking about? No, 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 no. You don't understand. You, there's a limit on how much Baja Blast you can mortally accept from your Nana. Yeah. I can accept a Baja Blast every week. But, like, once I hit, like, two Baja Blasts a day or even, like, a Baja Blast a week, uh, like, a Baja Blast a day even is, like, hey, stop. You don't need to, like extort that much Baja Blast from your Nana. I'm saying There's if they're, a limit. I'm saying if they're offering, I want me some Baja. That's that's all. Every <laughs> time? Yeah, every, every day? Every, every time. day you want a Baja Blast from not, your Nana? Not every day. I would just be like, hey, if the offer's open, I'm most likely going to take it. AJ, Baja Blast. That's, the, is Baja that's Blast. the problem. I get the Baja Blast offer every day. Okay, then, I love my then Nana you don't so need much. To take, I don't, you don't know why she wants me to get Baja Blast. Because she wants so you to get much. flavor blasted, dude. <laughs> Your grandma cares the, about I- you. <laughs> But, like, this is the thing, right? You'll get all sorts of texts from your grandma that you don't necessarily need uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, because she just has a cell yeah. phone and doesn't know any better. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then eventually you'll upgrade her cell phone so that it has, like, ad blocker, but for your Nana. Yeah, she basically so- sends you a bunch of, like, chain letters, and there's a mini game of having to swipe it away and clear your shit until you get to the proper thing. Yeah, it's just, like, a game built around, like, a little bit of farming, a little bit of agriculture shit, or, like, you're, you're, uh, you're basically, like, the... the handyman around town and that's yeah, how you're, you're a town handyman you have yeah. to run around and do yeah. little jobs while also upgrading your nana yes while also trying to avoid the yes. evil t100 so, nana that has come from the future to kill your current nana so let's talk about late game so how do all of these little handyman things translate into the late game you know what it does is they're you, new mini games no you basically you got rid of shitty mini games to do little like puzzle mini games well i'm thinking i'm thinking you're thing. setting up like traps like a home alone style so like it basically you have to set up traps along your grandma's route because like let's look at this let's look at this so 
the let's go back to your idea of this uh, this is a clone of your grandma say instead of them just stealing one so clone, there's two grandmas currently no, there's no, no, the no, murder no. grandma and your no and stick your with, incredibly stick, cool stick lovely grandma stick with me stick with me stick with me here so instead of them stealing just one clone they have all the clones so there is an army of your own future grandmas being sent to kill your current grandma your present day grandma uh-huh. so all of your traps actually you actually kill that grandma because it's just a clone so it just like devol- mm-hmm. it just goes from this sweet nice animal crossing style game where you're just managing your little space and helping your grandma into this like cutthroat happy what's that one really fucking dark cr- cartoon a uh, happy something no you're not happy- gonna make me think about that show in 2021 yeah i don't I refuse. That, that show's terrible no, I, I, it's it's in my brain I, it's 2021 <laughs> and you did this to me and i'm thinking about that show you know what? no you ruined it bit done give me a video game <laughs> I have no idea. It's called like Happy Tales or something. Twenty uh, fucking twenty one, and you made me think about Happy Tree Friends. What happy, the fuck oh, is there your you damage? Go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had to watch that as an eleven. No, year. stop talking about it. Give me a video what, game. What, what? I refuse to give the IP any attention. <laughs> Next game. You've lost your privileges. <laughs> okay. So this one comes to us from Joe. Ha, 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 the squirrel dies and has to shoot. Come on. <laughs> okay, dude. His like, brain got if, spit roasted. Come uh, on. God, bro, like that's just, that's fucking tame for that show. I, I, okay, not to say like, if that shit had an impact on you negatively, I respect that, and that's valid. I, and and I, it did. But and that, it did, and it did, and it does, but and it that, does forever, but, and it did. Yeah, and I respect that. That's totally, I totally get it. But there are worse episodes. I'm talking about, I, I don't even want to say it. No, that, you don't even need to say yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's the one with the pink elf, no, the elk lady. I don't want to know anything. fucking ruined me. That show. This guy gets turned inside out and has to eat his way back to normalcy. I don't know how that works, but it's gross. Give me a different game. Also, fuck, dude, we watched Invader Zim, and Invader Zim ate his friends. Like, it's not. That's fine, though. That, it's not that, grisly that when he does That's it. That's so grisly. He's walking around with a skin suit of all of his classmates' kidneys and hearts. You're no, telling me that shit's no not skin disgusting? Suit. That is, no a skin skin suit. Suit. that is a skin suit. That is a skin. Ate their flesh. That's his normal skin. Oh wait, hold on. I'm combining two different episodes. He worked at the meat factory for a little bit, and then took the meat from there and made a skin suit out of it. Uh, no, he's no. He worked at a meat factory because the meat was germ proof, and he covered his body in meat to keep the germs off of him. Wow, it is amazing. But it's fine. How much it was dead meat. That. But still, that's um, fucking the disgusting. Skin suit. He did have a. F- he did never wore a fake skin because he was green at school. He had a fun little toupee and eyeball covers. Oh, that's right. He there ate, was a scene where he organ. ate people's. <laughs> yeah, he did eat other people's organs, and he got really big because of it. But he didn't like. He didn't steal someone's he, skin. That'd he, be fucked up. He hiccuped somebody's small intestine. I remember that very yes. vividly. It was very I funny. I his tongue was somebody's intestines yeah. also. Yeah, he slurped it up like spaghetti. All right, this one comes to us from Joe. Thank God it's Friday. Langlois. BLM at. Oh, God, I don't have their at. Joe, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, the underscore Giuseppe. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Totally, dude. You you fucking got it. Um, Did I get it? Yeah, I, from I'm downtown. I, I'm remembering it. Downtown, uh, Alistair Brown. Yeah, no, you got it. No, you can't it. say you just remember it. It is. I looked it up. It is at 
the underscore Giuseppe. I yeah. did get it from you. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, well, you saying I'm good. You saying it like triggered that memory in me. All right, whatever. Let's quit. Let's quit stroking ourselves here. Physics-based game where your hair, where you're a hairstylist, cut client, clut, 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 client, client hair. God, I go blah. I cut. believe in you. Take it from the top, champ. <clears throat> Physics-based game where you're a hairstylist, cut clients' hair in more and more complex ways until you're eventually. Until eventually, they're asking for uh, for like topiary sculptures. Mostly, it's just a demo for the first actually really good in here in game hair assets. So, I'm trying to figure out how does this what it, has there ever been a good hair cutting game? I feel like there was a you bunch know for what? the Wii. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what a topiary is. Uh, it's you know like those fancy cut hedges where they're shaped like animals or other like really oh, complex. Oh yeah. That's a topiary. Um, that's the thing that Edward Scissorhands does. Yeah. Oh, dude, what if this is an Edward Scissorhands game? So this is like okay, keep going. Okay, so this is his game where he's like, oh fuck, that would actually be pretty cool because that as a setting is pretty fun. Like it's nineteen. We are just sort of in the business currently. Like I get us like just snagging Johnny Depp characters and putting them into video yeah, games. Yeah, is sort of like the hot thing to do. Yeah, bro. Like Sea of Thieves just dropped their trailer. A trailer with sea like of Thieves just did it. Yeah, so we may as well. Yeah. yeah, with Johnny Depp, and then basically we're gonna launch this shit where it's like we're gonna say we're gonna one up Sea of Thieves and take his probably. I, I don't know if it's more popular than Jack Sparrow. Probably not, but I think it's it... nowhere near <laughs> as popular as Jack Sparrow. Are you kidding? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the movie is older, and I think it has amassed a lot, like more than one generation of fans. Because, like, I feel you know like what is interesting about the two characters, though. What's that? One of them is canonically more fuckable than the other. Which one? You've seen both movies. You tell me. Edward Scissorhands almost got, like, he had ev all the women wanted to fuck him, but, like. Exactly. But and nobody in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies wanna, wants to bang Jack Sparrow. Well, no, that's not incorrect. That's not true. The, that one lady also had a, cru had a crush on him. Like, Which lady? The one lady that got married to uh uh, uh the Bloom guy. The other, the guy where they No, that, that was the thing. She used her feminine wiles to trick him. She no. wasn't into him. She was in love the whole time. No, but here's the fucking thing. There's that compass scene where she's like, it'll point you to what you want most. And she held it and it pointed to Jack Sparrow. Like oh, that's, that's embarrassing. That's as on. on the nose as you can get. Yeah, this is on the nose as it could get. Like, she, I, I totally think there was like a little love triangle thing going on there. And they handled it so fucking good. And that's also like, here's the thing. I don't think I've ever watched a wedding scene in a movie. Imagine and... finding out. Imagine realizing that you were into that drunken slob like that. You're like, Fuck, oh, yeah, I'll show you. And then you spin the little thing. And it's like points at the drunken slobbery man. You're like, ah, yeah. Well, fuck. no, that totally makes sense because they had that scene where they're on the other stranded on the island and he brings her to his like rum stash. It has that total energy of like. Yeah, they fucking hate each other, but like it could, I, we would, we'd love to see it kind of vibe, you know? But here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have never really watched like a marriage scene in a movie and was like uh -huh. totally moved by it or like I felt uh -huh. like just until I, I, Pirates of the Caribbean. Until Pirates of the fucking Caribbean, where they're having a live sword fight, it's pouring rain, they're fighting undead sea monster creatures, and they're confessing their movie. love to one another. How. God, that there's just the, just the fucking mastery of that scene but, is so goddamn good. 
So to but, get back to my point, yeah. For for evidence, we have one scene where a character maybe gets caught finding out that she would kind of bone down on Captain Jack Sparrow versus Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> where like I think the whole cul-de-sac was just like, actually, I all, do want to get a little cut. All of the moms wanted to bang him, if I remember correctly. And there's the- I, that's how I remember it. I don't know if that's true or not. I only like here's the thing. I remember one mom approaching Edward Scissorhands in the back of her hairdressing salon. Yeah, and, then and my he accidentally brain cut also- her straps off, and it was like this. She yeah. thought it was going sexual, but like poor poor Edward Scissorhands was like, and I'm so my- uncomfortable. In my brain, all the moms wanted it, but I know only one of them acted on it. No, so. dude, they, no, dude. There was that grill where they all brought him like their version of a casserole, and like had, was That's like force right. feeding. Like they were very much wanting to bone down with the scissor hand man. Um, so I'm wondering if we can take that angle where not the bone down part. I mean, that could be an <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm There's wondering... a category on Steam for it for a reason. So what if? Because here's actually here's the perfect thing. Actually, I totally figured it out. So I don't know okay, how. Familiar... Make it fast because we have three minutes left in our show. We're gonna go a little bit longer. This is this is an ex- <laughs> this is an it's extended our E3 episode. special. Yeah, this is an extended <laughs> episode. I'm not gonna just. I'm side note, and then I'll come back to my other side note. Um, do that a lot. This was an E3 episode. I'm not going to make an audience listen for 36 minutes of us talk about something that isn't this podcast and then be like, About the our only- incredible new favorite character, Jake from Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. And then only give them 20 minutes of actual fucking podcast. That's so dumb. So, okay. I don't know how familiar you are with like, um, like VR headsets and VR hand remotes, but they are at the point now. Um, they can do it on Quest to a much smaller degree, but on the Valve Index, it actually tracks individual fingers. So if you, it basically straps to your palm, that way you can keep both of your hands completely open, and it'll recognize that. And that'll translate to your fingers in-game. So I'm wondering if we actually put you in VR with Edward Scissorhands, Scissorhands, and you have to do these complex sort of um, hairstyles. So it starts very simple at first. And I'm wondering if you go, like, f- lean into full realism on this, where it's, like, actual, like, hair mechanics. Like, you have to learn how to cut hair. Um, you have to figure out how to do layering. And, like, maybe you unlock different blades for your hand as the game goes on. I feel like those are the obvious things. But maybe this is a game where you just have to figure out how to be really good with this specific tool. Um, so, the game starts simple. And then as the game goes on, you are given different mini games that go beyond the hair because that's how he kind of evolved in the story was like he started doing hair but then he went to start doing gardening for everybody and then i think he also had to cut ribbons and other things or do like he was working on decorations for like a christmas party or like the or the actually it wasn't the christmas party he was doing like the hanging decorations for their uh fiesta like party um yeah but it would just be a game about a bunch of little mini games where you play as uh Edward Scissorhands. Yes, and I think that way you can lean into that, and it's just like it's all like physics based, where it's like cloth animations for like all of like the little textures you're doing. It's just something like neat and silly. And then I'm wondering if you could do like in the vein of like cl- like a uh, very early on like integrate like movie uh, like game to movie based games where it's just the story of the movie but told through the video game i'm wondering if you could just do the story of edward scissorhands but from this vr perspective so you have those awkward scenes where like you actually have to turn your head 
where like all the ladies are giving you their casserole and they're giving you the I want to fuck you eyes. Oh, and you have to eat all of their little <laughs> you have casseroles. To eat it all. And it's just it's just as awkward as it was in the movie, but it's like you get to live it. Cuz I know like not so much for me. I like the movie. Hey, but, I know a couple you know. friends that if they had a bunch of moms around a cul-de-sac forcing their casserole <laughs> upon them, they <laughs> Oh, I know who you're talking about. I'm not going to say his name, but I <laughs> I know who you, I know who you're talking about, and if they're listening, we're talking about you. <laughs> and if and if you think it might be about someone else, it's not. It's you. It's you. It's you, friends. We love you, and we love you for it. We fucking love you for it. All right. Um, and if you're a listener thinking, well, it could be me too. Yeah, we're talking to you as well. Yeah, we're talking to Let's you. Let's be honest. <laughs> There's a lot of you out there listening to this show that if you had a bunch of moms kind of being like, oh, try my casserole too, you'd be like, well, all right. You know, let's just say a lot of our fan base also liked the newest Resident Evil game. Some would say it's their favorite game. A lot of our fan base liked the Resident <laughs> Evil character, the mom there. And so I think that like... <laughs> Blake, right. do you have another video game for I me, gave or do you, you want me to la- come I, in? I gave you the last game, so you should give me another game. And I think that's only three, so maybe we got to get two more games in if we're going to. I del- think that was only two, actually. Yeah, so bud. let's try and get two more in. So let's do some speed round stuff. This comes from Robin exclamation point at Sir Pinkleton, a game where you try to visit as many websites as possible to gather cookies for reasons. Now, I have um. Two words, three words, four words that yeah. will knock this out of the park. Okay. The Matrix. Okay. Cookie Monster. Didn't quite knock it out of the park for me, but I do like where you're going. So you're saying this is... <laughs> is this the Cookie Monster pulling like a digital heist is what you're saying? I think the Cookie Monster has been placed into the Digiscape. Uh-huh. Uh, perhaps in a web browser. Perhaps it's a web browser extension video game. You know, I'm I'm sure we can find a way to work that out. What if what if we and the Cookie this... Monster oh, wants I... to eat all the cookies from different websites? You well, know, but... you go to Facebook. Mm-hmm. There's a there's so many cookies there. Chomp 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 chomp. You go to Muppets.com. Yeah, that's right. We're stealing the Muppets cookies too. Chomp 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 chomp. So JimHensonCompany.com. Fuck yeah, eat is... those cookies too. Has Cookie Monster basically eaten all of the cookies in real space to where they need to go into cyberspace? All of I think it's Scooby it's Doo less that Cookie Monster has already hit the the point where there's no more cookies, and more that Cookie Monster realized that there's there's good cookies outside, but there's more cookies on the internet. Like there's an mm. unfathomable amount of cookies on the internet. I, I I don't know. Like I feel like you can go like because you mentioned Matrix and I and the thing that stood out to me from Matrix was the steak scene. Remember where the bald guy's like he's like eating the steak. He's like I know this steak isn't real, but it tastes real. And it tastes delicious in my mouth. And his ultimate goal was to like forget that real the real world even exists. Since so that Is way that he can Matrix go back to two. Yeah, that was Matrix. That's two, Matrix two, which is the best Matrix movie. Now hold on, let me. It no, is not, the third the third it, one has that sweet fucking Superman fight where they're like he's fighting like a thousand of those Agent Smiths, and it's yeah. Free. But the second Matrix has the has the highway fight and the, like oh, the interior fuck, the mansion fight. So good. Oh, that's where they're all just grabbing weapons off the walls. Yeah. 
So, are you implying that Cookie Monster finds himself in a mansion full of medieval weapons and he has to fight his way? What? Actually, hold on, AJ. I'm going to pitch you on something so stupid. Uh, um, I've, I've never played the game, but I remember getting it through Osmosis through you. Remember when you were playing Travis Strikes Again and it was like every yeah. level was a different genre of game? Yeah, what if you did that, but it's Cookie Monster? It's like every website is a different genre or a style of game. So it can go from super light and fun, like it's Sugar Rush from Wreck-It Ralph, or uh-huh. to, like, Doom. So Cookie Monster going in and just doing brutal, like, it's Doom, but with Muppets. So he, it's like, goes into a Muppet Monster. and I fucking... found out why there are dark chocolate cookies. We must go to the dark intern, the dark web. The dark web, and it's just Hold Dark Souls. on. <laughs> okay, go what ahead. What if we did do a browser installment where okay. it is it is like a Google Chrome extension? And you uh-huh. will get cookies for the Cookie Monster, and you will get points. Uh-huh. But if you go to the dark web with Google Chrome, you will get different, more tasty, better point cookies for the Cookie Monster. Hey, AJ. And this is a game to incentivize people going to the dark web. Well, now, I'm going to be real here. The uh-huh. only thing I know about the dark web is things I've read from creepypastas and video games. Well, so I don't know if the dark web is real or fake, and I don't know if the dark web is really used to hire assassins and get hey, the FBI to come hey, after you. Hey, AJ, would, would you be surprised if I told you you use the dark web every time we uh, upload a video? What did you just say to me? So, you know what, you know, uh, like, how when you upload to YouTube, you can do an unlisted link? Yeah. That's dark web. So, dark web, dark web is defined, if by my understanding of it, is not, is you, it is everything you can't find automatically on a Google search page. So, that means it's either password protected, or it is unlisted. So, Every time you and I exchange videos that are unlisted, you and I are using the dark web. So, oh, the, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so the scary shit happens in the deep web, which is like a much. That's where you get shit like Silk Road and like. No, we don't want. I don't know what shit. that is. I don't want to go to the deep web. That's how, if the deep web is where the political assassination internet is. I don't want to go to. <laughs> there. Yeah, that is where people do hire other people to do crime. Um, I don't want to go to the crime internet. I want the Cookie Monster to go into the. But those are where the best cookies are, AJ. The you could the best cookies can be bought on the Silk Road, man. Okay, hear me (laughs) out, man. I hope that that joke you just made isn't like wicked problematic. I don't. I don't think so. Like, (laughs) do you not know either? I don't. Okay, here's okay. the The only understanding I have of what the Silk Road is is just it where sounds like a wife people... purchasing website is the thing, and I don't know. If I that's have what it is. no clue. No. Okay, here's the thing. I, I would love to uh, ascend that. Um, my understanding of the Silk Road, it's like where you can hire people to potentially kill other people because there was a big news story thing I watched on it, and it's a place where you can go to buy drugs. Those are the only okay. two things I know about it. Um, there probably is most likely way more shit. You said something that definitely opened my eyes to where, like, maybe the Silk Road thing wasn't yeah, a maybe, good mention. Maybe it's a bad name to say on the so, dark deep web. I so so just uh, just please forgive of course me if I, if I, I do not understand it. But uh, so you're saying you just want to go like you want to like put your 
toe in like the waiting water, but not like the deep end of of the pool. That's where, I that's want where, to have like, a video game where Cookie go. Monster puts you in a space where like companies would be angry at you, but the FBI government won't. I want to create oh. a video game where by using Cookie Monster and being incentivized by Cookie Monster, you get into the backside of Nintendo's website so that you can leak information about Pikmin Four, and you get the Nintendo ninjas sent after you. That's a real so thing. Are, I believe. Are you saying? Are you I want saying this game? <laughs> you know what this is? This is going to be such an obscure reference, and I think all of maybe one other person, and that one other person is you. Maybe, um, you remember Corridor Digital's web series Sync? No. What they did was is that they basically created this super addictive Tetris style game, and uh-huh. that game was hooked up to all of the different servers in the world, and they were using that computing power to do mischievous things. So what you're suggesting to me is, like, we get this Cookie Monster game on everybody's browser, Uh and that cookie they're clicking is them crypto mining for us. So the clicks that they're doing are giving kicking back crypto stuff to us. I don't know. I don't think that's how crypto shit works, but who cares? It's it's we're it's, getting it's invisible money. It. I think every time Cookie Monster gets a cookie, we back in our little factory are getting screenshots of the websites that they're on. Mm-hmm. So if I'm on the Cookie Monster website and I'm like and I'm playing the Cookie Monster game and I'm like I know that Arcane has a website posted up somewhere where they have actual gameplay footage of Redfall, the video game that they announced with no gameplay footage. But that, that footage exists somewhere. Let me go into the dark web. And then I'm in the dark web digging around through their shit, and Cookie Monster takes, so, a, screen, uh, takes a screeny, ka-chink, and he gets a cookie. Chomp, 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 chomp. I'm, I'm legitimately, so the player I don't, gets a cookie how, for Cookie Monster. How, There's a point how, for them. We, hold on, though, hold on. How does that translate, though? Because, like, how does the hacking... How does a casual player do the hacking? I'm not here to tell the player how to play the game. I'm well, here to no, make the no, game, baby. But no, how? What generates the cookies? Like the way you described it is, is like they go and they click a cookie, and that like just suddenly gives us leaked no, information. No, they're on is a website, like... so they get cookies. I don't know what cookies are. I just know they're downloaded to your computer if you go to a website. I don't know. What oh, the you, fuck you're a talking. Is. Oh. I, I think that's like just a computer cookie. cookie. That's why Mo- Cookie Monster's in the computer to get the I computer thought, I cookies. I thought you were talking about literal cookies. Like they go into a site and they get like a cookie. No, they're like visualized a cookie, like a as real cookie. They're visualized <laughs> as chocolate chip cookies for Cookie Monster. But I, the computer think, cookie, the thing that I, I don't know what it is other than a snack for Cookie Monster and a thing. Um, so. Cookie Monster eats a cookie from the website because that's all all websites do. And anytime uh-huh. Cookie Monster eats a cookie, he takes a screenie. Kachinka! And then that screenie goes up to the cloud and gets sent to us on our private database. Oh, so oh, there's a lot to flesh out there. Um I'm gonna give you another game. <laughs> and okay. then that'll that'll be our this will be our final I'm so confused on what we were talking about with that. I've hit, like, me, hit me with the fourth so, one. Dude, well, I'm with... sorry. How long did it take you to realize we were talking about the computer term cookies and not cookie ch- like chocolate I thought, chip? I thought, you, I thought cookies. you were using cookies as like a slang. Like they go and they just go to a website and find like a chocolate chip cookie there, like digitally. And that's like, because you also said Matrix because we're going into the computer. Like all your seeds, like I was like, I, 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 
AJ's working on something genius here. Like he's speaking a language that only he can understand, and it's gonna, it's gonna just, <laughs> ma- it's just gonna make sense to me if he keeps explaining to it, explaining yeah, yeah, yeah. What it. I but it didn't. Well, <laughs> what I was doing was I was right, much like Da Vinci, I was writing backwards in my pen uh, notepad. <laughs> And it wouldn't make any sense until I showed it to a mirror. <laughs> it's like you you would be our fucking the dudes for the prestige, just like reading each other's coded journals, just trying to figure out <laughs> what the fuck each other was trying to do. All okay, right, hit me with a video th- game. Also, I do a- need to do some uh I need to correct ourselves. I have a horrible horrible news. What's up? What's wrong? The main character from Final Fantasy Origin, the dude that is just a guy, just a guy in the video game of Final Fantasy, just the normal dude, just a guy's guy, just a normal Does he have a, does he have a fantasy-ass dude. name? No, his name is not Jake. It is Jack. Okay, that's even more... Well, actually, that's a little, like, more... That's a little more fun, because Samurai Jack, you know, that's kind of cool. Jake is, like... <laughs> It's tradition, still like, like a just dude's bland dude white. guy yeah. name. Yeah, it is, it is like definitely Jack a dude's dude name. Jack isn't much better, but Jake <laughs> is funnier to me for some reason. <laughs> but Jack okay. is still up there. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. This one comes to us from Alleycat at Millennium Hoo-Ha. You're a regular janitor in the middle of a dangerous crypt filled with monsters because you took the job title, clean out the local crypt, way too literally. So I like this janitor because I don't know. I didn't know this was a thing, but I'm starting to see it more. There are a lot of like janitor style sims in the world that take different spins on it. Like there's like mainly about cleaning up murders. And I'm wondering... If we are there the was janitor, one game that was really popular for a little bit, and especially in like the VR space, where you were the cleanup crew for a hitman. Yes, exactly. That's a, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. It yeah. was just called Cleaning Crew. Yeah, or uh, Cleaning Crew or Cleanup Crew. So one of those two. So I'm wondering. So you know, like how we play games, or like anybody who's played a fantasy game, there's like there's the dungeon that has a bunch of little monsters that lead up to the big monster. Uh-huh. What if you are the janitor? in charge of cleaning up the various crypts or those various dungeons when failed adventurers come to it. Oh, yes, 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 so, yes, yes. So, but let me add a little bit of a little bit of spark on this. So I'm wondering okay. if, what do you do with all the shit they leave behind? Because adventurers are going to come with really good gear. Yes, could adventurers you do will this? come with gear. So could you do, what does that translate into? I do know those, exactly do you, actually, what Actually, you don't, you is. do, you... You break down those really beautiful, expensive pieces of armor, and they become scrap so you can build better cleaning tools. So, like, you take this is the most this is the most powerful sword in all of the land. It has been blessed by the nine gods of our realm, and you're like, dude, that's gonna make a great fucking squeegee. And you just yes. like break it okay. down. Okay, here's what it is. It is a resource <laughs> management cleanup game, and I'm gonna uh-huh. add one more wrinkle. Okay, it's a tower defense game. Okay. How, what this so, game is, is uh-huh. you are in charge of a crypt. And okay. maybe very early on, you were introduced to the, the crypt leader. Uh, well, give me, give me like, hey, two AJ, fantasy AJ, monikers. I, I, I want to steer away from the tower management crypt thing. Because okay. I know it's been done a bunch. 
and I know we've done it a bunch. Okay. So I want to. Maybe want there to keep, isn't a tower yeah. defense thing. Maybe there is just a narrative thing of like, as you clean up this dungeon, it will mm-hmm. get fancier and fancier looking. Yeah, like, like it'll I, be when like you started off. Yeah. It's like this dirt covered, infested, gross dungeon. Yeah, and it's just and managed by a giant a rat. Bit. You know. Yeah, and it's and then, just the, the big rat. And then as you clean it up more, you start to notice that, like, under all this dust, it's marble, baby. It's marble all the way down. Well, let me let me ask you something. Is what's more interesting, seeing that one place grow or being a contracted janitor that goes to various crypts across the land? And that gives us, like, that gives us the opportunity to make the layout of every crypt different. Because here's the other thing that I think being would add a little bit. one janitor in charge of a crypt that keeps getting bigger and deeper, either as you clean it or as adventurers get deeper. <sighs> yeah, that would be kind of interesting where it's like, oh, this janitor, I don't know. Because here's the thing that I think would be kind of interesting. Who's to... hiring you? Well, no, here, here, I think... It's like maybe the Lord of the Land is basically hiring you because he has a bunch of or they have a bunch of dungeons in the area. And the reason I think having different dungeons being interesting is because I what if you took a janitory game and combine it with like Outlast? So you are this powerless character who has to avoid all of the monsters but are still in charge of doing janitory stuff. So it's a sneak clean game cleaning game so if you have okay. a budget so if you have no i think that's fucking awesome because yeah, people, no, people love that concept of like being powerless in a horror game like in amnesia amnesia the dark descent i think is like the game that fucking started that for a lot of people where it's like you have nothing but a lantern and the only action you could do is turn on the lantern or turn off the lantern and there's a monster chasing you the entire way down so if you take that where you got to keep this job, you are this janitor and you got to clean this crypt because it's getting overrun by stuff. So this is telling me there is like you go into a crypt and there you have to dodge all of the monsters that operate off of their own unique stuff. Maybe like all uh, uh, fan, uh, phasmophobia where each like monster has its own mechanics. Uh-huh. Then you have to get a certain percentage of stuff cleaned. So that implies that you can miss stuff. And that stuff that you miss is uh, certain, like, dead bodies or certain, like, people who left their gear behind. So you can get a certain amount of resources or you can miss a certain amount of resources. So you have that option of how long you stay in that crypt. So each crypt becomes different with different monsters, And the different longer layouts. you're in the crypt, the more monsters are going to show up. The stronger the monster is going to show up. Maybe the oh, closer the big the, monster yeah, gets. Yeah. Yeah. Then if, because you're going to yes. enter one crypt and it's going to be like, ah, oh, this crypt has a minotaur in it. It's just one yeah. guy. But when he mm-hmm. gets here... Your ass is grass, dog. So mm-hmm, get in, mm-hmm. clean up, and get out. And uh-huh, then there's gonna uh-huh. be like maybe there's a a, a blind witch crypt, and you go in there yeah. and like so long as you stand still when the witch comes in, you can probably clean up the whole room. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And you know what? Be kind of cool too is as you do as you beat certain crypts or whatever and clean it so well, you get like abilities based from that crypt. 
So it'd be like, hey, you cleaned the, the witch's crypt. You basically get like, oh, you now have this ability, like this little fucking uh, sponge. Or it's it's like, <laughs> it's like a cleaning rag that will literally wipe things out of existence. So it can be like a whole bucket or a sword. A cleaning Metroidvania w- where you double back to different crypts because you're like, oh, oh now that I have a magic rag. That, now that oh, I have a magic rag, fuck. I can go back to the old like crypt I was in and just erase the runes. Things the are going to get dirty. Again, to get in the, uh, uh-huh. the the magic runes that kept me from going into the second room, I have the yeah. magic witch's rag. I can erase those runes because it's just basically a sharpie on yeah. a wall, and yeah. now I can go into the second room. Because, but here's the thing too: like, say there are like eight different like crypts around here, and each have their uh-huh. own unique monster. As you said. The crypts get more and more complicated as the game goes further, but also more like just because you cleaned it once doesn't mean it's not going to get dirty again. It's so you get have dirty to again. More you have to are manage go that. in there and die. Yeah, so you have to constantly be going into these different areas and doing cleaning, and it's also like a survival game. And you know, it'd be fucking great. Like, what if this was a multiplayer game where you're a team of janitors that are te- like hi- the 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 royals? You've been hired by guard. the lord because the lord's uh-huh. like, we have all these dungeons, and when people when heroes go to a dungeon and they see a bunch of dead bodies, the heroes don't want to go into it. So I need yeah. to hire somebody to go clean out the dungeons so that the heroes will go deeper. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All and of my you know, heroes are scaredy cats. They see like four dead bodies and they're like, oh no, the witch is going to kill me. Like, yeah, what did you expect? Go in there anyway. You're a hero, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be interesting because that means the lord of our land is not a good person. So that it's tells the me lord. they're like. Of course they're not a good person. Yeah. they're uh, No, I'm thinking you can get really fucking crazy with it. What if you are like the lich king? And, like, you are a team of his skeletons. I, I Just aesthetically, I'm actually getting really fucking into this game, and I really want to play it. So you okay. are, like, you he's like a lich or, like, a necromancer. And no, he's, no, like, no. he raises you from you the dead. Are, I think uh-huh. the leader is the lord of the land. Because okay, I think okay. the lord of the land wants his vassals and heroes to go into the dungeons and come out with cool legendary gear for his kingdom. I think that yeah, that is why... more interesting and lends itself uh... to funnier writing. Then, okay. be, because it's way yeah, funnier to have, that, yeah. have your boss be some guy that's like, you know, like, thinks that'll work. Expendable. <laughs> yeah, that thinks that'll yeah. work. If, if the dungeon yeah. is clean, our heroes are going to be so brave. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a funnier thing to <laughs> write is, than yeah, he just, write a Lich King that's like, hey, go clean it up so we can bait people in here. But you I'm know way who more we get to voice in it? an overconfident lord. Who you, you do know who you we, have to voice our overconfident fu- lord? Fucking the king from Hamilton, where he's just like, just that fucking just pompous, like, just like, oh, I fucking love to hate you. You're such a piece of shit. But you just like, you're also fucking hilarious. I would love a a person to walk away with that. A real handsome Jack type shit. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Um, And fuck, dude. Okay. So you are his, he basically hires you or they hire you. And they're like, all right, I'm going to pay you to clean this thing. You'll get a budget to where you can upgrade your shit or whatever. But here's a little bonus. You can keep whatever you find. So like you can go into each of these dungeons. And like the more I think about it, the more more cool this would be if this was like a team-based game. Like Phasmophobia style. where Where every crypt offers like a different sort of thing but you're just a regular person you don't know anything about sword fighting yeah, you don't they, know anything about survival you resources, you're just a cleaning not yeah. weapons and tools they yeah it, it gives you like five points of steel which you can then use for like a yeah. big bucket of water 
Yeah, so you like you start out with your basic tool is a torch in one hand and like a and just a fucking br- broom in a the broom. other. A single yeah. broom, then you have to yeah. sweep out the main door. But then you can, <laughs> if, if you get enough steel, you can upgrade you can get the dustpan upgrade. But yes. you don't have an upgrade you don't have like a torch stand yet. So then you get like, a, you okay, get a, maybe a the headlamp. first thing I need to upgrade is like a torch stand or a headlamp. No, yes. Yeah, so a headlamp a total both a headlamp. Yeah. Yeah, and if you die, you basically die. That's why I'm leaning more towards the lich thing, because uh, actually, maybe not a lich, but like maybe the Lord is a necromancer because that would justify why he brings you back to life. You know what I'm saying? Or like if you die, mm. you get brought back to life and he's like, all right, you fucked up. Now go clean your own corpse and clean the rest of that goddamn crypt. Because actually that would be kind of cool, too, if like your dead body. Actually, no, if you're a necromancer, he resurrected your body. So like why would. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like maybe something like that just to like lean into the lore of it is like why your character dies, but then they don't, you know? Yeah, um, I see what you mean. Yeah, Some but no, I reason for that. Yeah, because <laughs> it could be funny where maybe you're not paid by this lord, which would be funnier. He's like, I I want adventurers to come to my land and 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 go to the dungeons, but I also want them to be able to bring back good loot, so the place can't be looking shitty. I rather than hiring somebody though, I'm just gonna raise you and be my eternal janitors, and that's what we can call it, like eternal like eternal janitor. Or eternal, uh, fucking something with eternal, or like damn the damned, like the damn janitors, those damned janitors, um, those damned janitors is pretty good because <laughs> like the idea being that like you're like indebted to this lord or something, but there, perhaps yeah. there is a curse, perhaps there is a necromancy thing, but it is a lord that wants heroes to go into these dungeons and bring him yes. back cool shit. Yes, 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 and. Basically, it's just, like, it's not necessarily a game that has, like, an end point. It's just a game where you can get together, hang out with your friends on Twitch, and just fucking, like, just go in and get, get scared and shitless get by the crypt. And deeper into the crypt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, basically, at the beginning of the game, you have no way to communicate with one another. But then as the game goes on, you get, like, One Piece-style, like, talking snails or transcommunication snails or just something, like, very, like, weird and fantasy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, communication orbs, like you get an orb, but you only can hold two no, things. No, I want to use the snail. I'm stealing that from One Piece Whole Hog. It's so good. <laughs> so you can only ho- you can only hold two things, but if you get a headlamp, then you are able to like do stuff. But actually, you can also illuminate like maybe the area. So there are torches, but here's the thing: the moment you illuminate a torch, it does allow people to uh, take you people to your yeah, location. Yeah, things will know that you're you know? there. The blind yeah. witch wouldn't, but the minute. Yeah. The Minotaur is mm-hmm. gonna be like, "There's light down there. I can see that. Yeah. I got cool yeah. Minotaur eyes." Yes, 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 dude. And this I, is so you can upgrade your cool. janitor cart, and like the janitor cart can be upgraded and customized. Oh, so and it can, can be. It's really where... loud at first, and then it's you can get put silent wheels on it, or like yeah. it can hold more things. So that way, you can like take tools to and from. God, AJ, this game like I would play the fuck out of this game. This game sounds so fucking cool. Thank you, everybody, for coming to our E3. We hope you are as excited to play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this game uh as we are um <laughs> i put my hands uh, in my little my business pockets like on my, i on did my suit. hear that yeah i felt <laughs> you putting your hands in your business pockets blake gamer fashion it's bro an hour and 26 minutes of recording we need to pick we gotta close we i uh, th- uh, those we damn gotta close the dude. showcase those damn janitors those like, damn so- janitors is really good Okay, so how about we go to boss fight really quick, because I'm sure we can get some crypt monsters in there that I'm certain of. 
Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So, <laughs> AJ, we're talking about brand integrations in games is the future. It's very popular. Yes, it's course. a great way of get, getting games just staying fresh every now and again. Uh, I want to introduce the Glib Glob Gap Galab, the yeast of thoughts and minds. Um, ah. <laughs> God, I, I feel like I just said something that nobody fucking knows the context The slibble dabble glibble globble flibble flab dab? Yeah. <laughs> We all remember. We all remember the glib glob gab glab from the time that it was a big popular meme. And for those that don't, there's this Christian movie where it essentially is, "Hey, don't read any books that aren't the Bible, because if you read books, you'll turn into the glib glob gab glab, which is this big fat slime man. He's yeah. super cool though because he wants to give everybody he's free awesome. books, like, and he, he also like- sings a song, and it's a banger." Yeah, dude, he's like fucking. He show these kids show up to this glib gob gab glab who's like looks like a worm guy, and he's like, Man. "Hey, I'm gonna sing you a song." And here's a fucking copy of Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, or it was some book like that. The uh, person to, that made the that movie really sat down and said, "I'm going to write something that's anti-book," and yes. then just and then they're like, "All right, how am I gonna do that? I guess I'll make them." I guess I'll do something incredibly fat phobic. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to give him a banger track and then make him give kids free books. It's like, hey, what is your damage and why are you so bad at creating a bad guy? Because you made the dopest sounding person in the world. Yeah. And also, like, the fucking the Rat King that they had show up was super, like, who was the supposed double bad guy i guess i don't know it was weird he was like Christian he basically movies for kids are wild he, he, it, it was super cool it was like a rat just came up saying a dope like fucking sultry evils like nick cave song sultry and, voice and and he fucking like just said hail satan and wandered off and it was like the coolest part of that goddamn movie which Pretty i'm imagining metal. was the opposite effect that the guy who created that movie wanted so here's what i'm saying here's what i'm saying we lean into this because we're playing into a into a world that is very like doesn't operate like normally. So uh-huh. we have a lord who's like who thinks like okay, this is gonna be these these are like crypts that I want adventurers to go to. What if like the janitors leading into the crypt have a great little conversation of like, oh, this is the crypt of the Give Gob Gab Galab. I hope he doesn't make us read any books. Ooh, and it's and it's just like they are just caught up in the idea that the Glib Gob Gab Galab is a bad person. But if he catches you, he's the only like crypt monster that'll just be nice to you. He's like, yeah, hey, here's the here, cops. Here's a cop. What if the, because it is like a, still like a horror style game. What if the uh-huh. Gib Gab Galab is something that can hurt and kill you? But if you uh-huh. play by his rules, you will be able to be given magic powers. Like oh. there will be some sort of fantasy currency, and if you get enough of it, you can go into his crypt and clean up. And then he'll show up, and he'll have like rules for you and games and no, things that you must do. No, and if you follow them to the letter, he'll be like, very good. Would no, you like AJ, some magic spells? Do you AJ, have AJ, currency? I, I, I want to pitch you on something for the Gib Gob Gab Galab. So up to this point, your little your cart or you had a book on you that you just can't fucking read for the life of you. You just don't uh-huh. know how to read it. 
doing the gibgobgabgalab crypt successfully allows you to read the book you have on you, which gives you access to the spill to spells that you can then start collecting for the rest of the game. So like, there's this weird you have you have this item on you that you don't understand its purpose yet, and then you get to the that way we get that little bit of immersive stuff into it. You know, it's like it teaches a lesson of like, oh yeah, maybe you should learn or whatever. And the, but and also trying to make friends with the Minotaur and it just kills you with this super yeah. cool axe. <laughs> hey, uh, Minotaur, you want to hear this? You want <laughs> This is a VR game, right? I, I, you know, I thought it would be pretty good as a VR game because you can like imagine being in a fucking corridor with all your other friends and just the lights go out around all of you. And yeah, it's just maybe fucking maybe. scary. Oh Could God, you, I would love Phasmophobia that. Was Phasmophobia a VR game? You had the option of playing it as a VR. Okay, game. then you I do think this game way. plays like that—a game that has the option of VR, or you can just kind of go into the game and play it in the space. Yes, yes, but having, but being in VR and being able to pull your cart around is one of the most satisfying things. Like actually having to walk and leave your hand behind your back while you swing the other one, because that our game operates off of that kind of locomotion. It got and also like think of like you get to actually lift the lantern and the light moves around and shit and then you also have to like ah uh, god if I remember correctly the Oculus Rift or the Oculus Quest actually has a mic on it and I remember playing a game where you actually had to like blow or like uh, actually make a sound so like to turn off your lantern you have to bring it to your face and actually blow and it'll like it'll fucking wick out the uh the lantern how fucking immersive and scary as shit would that be and and then on top of that you need to clean up some dead bodies <laughs> speaking of by the way of the idea of like some immersive thing about you having a magic book that you don't know what to do with this submission yeah. comes from Joe Two Ooh. villains who love each other a ton but don't want to tell the other one their feelings. So maybe there's, like, as you get deeper and deeper into the crypt, you can find, like, maybe the Lich Lord has, like... So wait, is this, is this another thing on Twitter or is this on... This is from like, the Patreon boss fights. Okay, okay, okay. I was a little bit confused. Okay, so explain that to me again. Uh, two villains who love each other a ton but don't want to tell the other one their feelings. My idea <laughs> is that we can play into the immersive world of this a little bit more. Perhaps there's a lich lord or a necromancer, like an actual necromancer crypt that you can keep going through. And if you mm -hmm. find their study, they'll have all these little love letters in there. And the love letters oh. are to the Minotaur. So, like, oh. you, have, you start to piece in, like, okay, I can't talk to the Minotaur. I know this. I know I can't talk to the Minotaur. If the Minotaur sees me, they're going to gank me. They're just going to mm -hmm. just rip me apart. But I know that the Minotaur has a little, like, bed sleep space. So if I just leave these love letters from the Lich in the Minotaur's place, again, I can't let either of them see me. I can maybe get the Minotaur out of the crypt for a little bit so I can get deeper into the crypt and clean up some space back there. Oh, See you can hit like a loot you can hit the loot zone. chamber. You can hit the yeah. loot chamber that the adventurers were going for, but you're like instead of seeing gold and like jewels and stuff, you see, oh, that's raw material for a brand new spanking mop or a vacuum. Holy oh, shit, a vacuum. Fucking, a fantasy the, vacuum. The yeah. sort of the sort of approachment that like the we, the, the flavor text on the sword is some shit like anytime you swing this, the enemy will be pulled towards you and hit. You're like, that's vacuum. So, that's a vacuum, me, baby. Let me let me pitch you on something. Let me pitch you on something. So rather, because that implies that we'll have to have some sort of like explorable area in the Lord's castle. 
What if this every... isn't the Lord as in the one paying us? This is the Lord as in a, a lich that we might find. Oh, okay. A so, monster. okay. So, built. So, building off what you're saying, so every crypt has its own discoverable little micro story. Yeah, and it's it's because the crypt is like always changing every time you go into it. The like, let's use that letter for example. A letter will always spawn when you go into that crypt, and if you can somehow give it to the Minotaur without them noticing you, that Minotaur will go away for like set amount of time, and it buys you a huge window. The letter will only spawn in the. In like the lab area, if you've cleaned it enough, if it, if it's tidy enough, you'll find that letter oh, on the desk. Oh, so it'll so be like you're it, still incentivized to get back there and get cleaning. Oh, okay. So it'll be like on if you clean after like X amount of cleans, it'll be like oh yeah, on your third go, this part this will advance like a little. Yeah, on be your a little third bit of time of story. spawning into the necromancer's crypt, if you go into uh, the back on the third time, if you've always kept his his desk clean it will spawn mm-hmm. a letter because he's had the space to write on there Ooh, okay okay i've had a great time talking about this game i'm so fucking happy with what we've created we do need to end the episode <laughs> we do need to end the episode i believe we're settled on the name of those damned janitors yeah yeah dude that would make a like oh dude that oh i can't wait to make the art for that i'm so fucking excited okay okay let's go to patch notes let's go to patch notes Hey, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Just want to give you a quick reminder. We're doing a big charity thing right now. If you go to our official merch page where you can buy a shirt, buy a sticker, buy a beautiful spanking hat or a tank top that says suck on it a bunch. I know, very classy. All of that money will be going to Able Gamers, a charity dedicated towards giving uh, gaming opportunities for disabled gamers. So like custom controllers for people who don't have necessarily full motor control over certain parts or like just doing community meetups for people and um, uh, doing community meetups for people. It's a really wonderful charity and we're super happy to be working on this. Go check out our merch store. Have a shirt. Have some fun. We're going to be having more merch to come out soon. AJ. Did you, you you had something, right? I, 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 did I can't have be the something. only one talking here, right? No, I'm not going to let you be the only one that's out here putting the hard, <laughs> my, my, hard my work big, and getting those My big fucking minutes. head. Oh, I was yeah. thinking my ego would get just fucking enormous. <laughs> no, but if you, I actually have a cool way to inflate your ego, and that's through financial revenue, baby. Oh, oh, that does get yeah, my head Yeah, that's right. That gets big. your head really fat and big and inflated. <laughs> and if you okay. want Blake to activate big head mode, you can head <laughs> over to our Patreon and kick us a couple bucks a month. If you want to go ahead and submit to our Patreon, for $2 a month you will get access to a Patreon Discord that is where we took those boss fights earlier from the show from. It's also where you can see early art from our podcast. Blake releases art every week and you'll get it a little bit early on the Discord. You'll also get Mm -hmm. access to a chat room that Blake and I are commonly in. It's where we talked Mm -hmm. about a lot of our E3 thoughts this last week. It's also where I get a lot of my video game recommendations from. It's a really cool space with a lot of really cool people. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into our little bit of a, a longer E three style episode. The Hopefully. next one's going to be the same way. Actually, hey, I don't want to say what it is yet, but next week's episode there will be a big surprise, and I'm there, excited there, for it. There is a pretty big, sweet fucking E three surprise next week. I I am very much looking forward to it, and you know what? I would love to tell everybody what it is, but. Sorry, we, can't. we ran out of time. It's, yeah, we're I, not going to talk about it. We're just going to do the damn thing. 
Yeah, I have no time to explain. AJ, give us our sign-off. They'll have to find out next time. Our intro and outro is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. As always, I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.